Wait, so like nothing happened? Not in the middle of the night this time. No one got stabbed. No one got jumped by fanged creatures. Nothing. It was kind of blissfully nice. Nicely blissful. That's weird. Yeah. Hey, it's my mansion. But also, like, I'm really good at being a glass cannon, and I'm fine with that. That's not going to work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the world will be over by then. Magical items are, well, not to be redundant, magical. You guys are permanently gorgeous. Chapter 152, A Trip to the mall okay so in the last episode you guys had made it back to Porta magnum and uh, you guys had uh, had a fine fine dinner and uh, you had uh, received some gifts but you'd also had discovered a whole lot of things before you got back to Porta magnum uh, about that dwarf that tried to stab no one and uh, what what did we find out about that dwarf that it was the son of one of the guards that I killed when we were being attacked, um, dealing with that succubus. Yeah. So, um, he had like an infernal weapon. Yeah. Yeah. A, an icky necrotic weapon that dissolved into goo. And he's dead now. Exactly. Yeah. Apparently, he got the kiss of death, literally. But anyway, so that was the bad news. The good news was you made it back to Port of Magnum. And, uh, and Connor, what did you discover when you got back to Port of Magnum? We had New China. Yes, New China finally. So yeah, that cr- the China crisis has been averted. And uh, then uh, um, in addition to the New China, uh, apparently uh, the uh, Fraser household now has enough liquid cash that uh, Sunia gifted each one of you with a uh, magical item to aid in what you're doing. Um, and actually, what what all did we get? So, Cotter, what did you get as, as your magical item? I got a bag of holding. Yeah, so you can bring back your, uh, even more loot to your wife. So, good job that. <laughs> and uh, and Noan, what did you get? I got uh, a set of tiger claws that uh, allow me to use my unarmored attack with them. So they're uh, they give me a plus one. Yes, so so I, nice, I get that on all my attacks now. Yeah, so nice monk claws there, yeah. Yeah. And then, Adri, what did you get? Got essentially a, a makeup compact of transformation, so it allows me to instantly change back and forth between any sort of makeup-related disguise. Yeah, so that'll be very useful for you uh, moving in and out of society there. Is that... Is that an attuned item, or is it like you can just like wave it over all of us and we can all pretend? <laughs> I can to be just orcs. smear it on all of you while you're sleeping. <laughs> you you all, you all wake up Adrian. looking like Adri. Yeah. <laughs> does, does it only come off if you use the the makeup compact? Well, you haven't ever tried it, but one, one would assume that it would come off just like regular makeup. It's just the compact <laughs> make comes off instantly with. Uh, you guys are permanently just, gorgeous. Yes. You should you should make 
you know, make Cotter look like a dro. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. The, payback. <laughs> the, the wings on your eyeliner are so perfect. Always. You are joking, but that was my thought, actually. Like, if you could just yeah. make all of us look like it, most of us, probably not, you probably can't disguise Kravala away. But if you could <laughs> disguise, like, the rest of us as Dro, <laughs> put it. If we need to go to the Underdark. <laughs> your arms do not match your face tone, honey. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, well, and speaking of that, Craval, what did you get as a uh, as a gift there? I got a rock. Uh, sorry, Charlie Brown reference. I got goggles. Uh, I think they're called goggles of the owl, which are pretty interesting. Uh, uh, when I put them on, I could see in dark vision. Yep. So we finally we no longer have one member of the party that can't see in the dark. So that's fantastic. And uh, then Arlen, what did you get? I got a cape of the Montebank, which lets me teleport yes. one time. So, you know, get, get me out of here. Yep. And I smell slightly of brimstone. Good. Which is not, like, new. <laughs> it's just more pronounced now, yeah. Yeah. So you get to bamf out of there. And bring everybody with me if I wanted to. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Dimension uh, Door. I think it's just one person. Yeah, I think Dimension Door allows you to do one person. Is Dimension Door yeah, one person? It would be cool. If you could f- figure out if there's a trigger to your your cloak, so if you get down to like one hit point, it just teleports you somewhere else. That would be an interesting thing. And then you wake up yeah. on an endless plane. No. no. And you get to one hit point and it teleports you straight into the lava to start the death saves. Yes. Yeah. Or teleports you on the dragon's back, but hey, it's better than in, you know in front of its mouth. Yeah, but you know, uh, half a dozen of one, six a dozen of the other. What? Yeah. Half a dozen one way. Yes. Six the other. Okay. So anyways, you guys got your uh, fun little presents for being such wonderful adventurers. And then you took off for bed and uh, finally had a a good night's sleep where you're not going to be worried about uh, being stabbed or jumped in the middle of the night or anything like that. So kind of, kind of a nice thing. So really good. Anyway. um, So there you are. You uh, head off to bed. Uh, Anybody need to do anything uh, before you guys actually do knock off to sleep? Now I want to check something out in the morning, but okay. that's morning. Yeah. Um, do I need to send a missive tonight to request time with that weapon maker in the morning? Uh, which the, weapon maker the, were you interested in again? Not even the weapon maker. I'm sorry. It's the wizard. That oh, could, the that wizard. Was... Yeah. You would probably want to send some sort of a page or runner. Uh, probably first thing in the morning. It's obviously late at night now, so uh, it probably wouldn't be well welcomed at this hour of the night. But uh, yeah, first thing in the morning, you could definitely do that. Okay. Hey, um, since uh, Arlen has a bunch of components and I can make healing potions, do I have time to like whip up one or two? Uh, it would take like an hour or something uh, to do the basic yeah. one, right? What what does it say there? I think it's a, it's. I it's forget in, what it, it's in Xanthar's yeah. guide or okay, something. Okay, let's take a look. For a couple hours, I think. But you know, I should probably just start cranking out some potions. Wouldn't be a bad idea. Xanthars, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Crafting an item, 128. Uh, carousing. Crafting an item. Crafting, an item. Crafting magic items. Um, it's in Xanthars, guys. And, I, I, it it and maybe even under the uh, herbalism. <laughs> yeah. Common item, world weeks. Okay. One for uh, a common, a two for uncommon, ten for rare. 
Okay. A normal healing potion takes a day to craft and requires 25 gold pieces and resources is what one person says from Xanthar's. Yeah, and then if I, you can spend more to make better potions. So it takes me a day mm -hmm. to make one. So when we have a respite, I'll... Because presumably you have to distill it through a bunch of different... Mm -hmm. And I do have, I do have one thousand gold pieces worth of components. Oh yeah. yeah, I think you probably have enough. <laughs> yeah, highly yeah, likely. So forty. When, when we have a, a couple of days, I'll make some. Or a couple of like. Sounds good. Okay, will your um, anybody do anything before we wake up then, or are we just gonna kick off to sleep then? I have a feeling we already took care of the situation in one of our last episodes right right to this point. Yeah, well, you guys had all gone off to bed, but just making sure there was nothing hanging. So, yeah, you had a nice little, uh, nice little nap there. And Dream sequence. You wake up in the morning, and uh, you have a, a, a lovely night's sleep. You're all rested. Um, Wait, so, like, nothing happened? Not in the middle of the night this time. No one got stabbed. No one got jumped by fanged creatures. Nothing. It was it's kind of blissfully nice. Nicely blissful. That's weird. Yeah. Hey, it's my mansion. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And and uh, Cotter runs a tight ship. He's not going to have any yeah. stabbing in the middle of the night. Which is why I leave for months I mean, at a time. May, maybe Dragonborn going crazy and chasing people throughout the uh, halls, but no one getting stabbed. And teleporting unicorns. And teleporting unicorns, yeah. Actually, that was the name of the band I was in. I would but, like to clarify that. There was no dragonborn chasing anybody this time around. Happened one time. Yep. Just once. Yep. And it will haunt you forever. Ha 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 ha. Very good. So um, you guys wake up and um, you all get a knock on the door, uh, you know, as you're still rousing. And uh, it's a page. And the page tells you that uh, you're all requested at breakfast uh, momentarily. And uh, so that you can have a, a, a good meal before the demonstration. The demonstration? Yes. Um, apparently some gnomes um, arrived late last night and uh, are prepared to do their demonstration for no one. Oh. Oh, my little critter. Let's see. Uh, before the page runs out, I'd like to return, just have the idea to send a missive to the young wizard who mm -hmm. is dabbling in weapons. And he, he uh, promises to uh, to arrange a meeting and be back. Okay, so you, are you making your way all down to the dining room for breakfast? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the uh, breakfast uh, is delicious and wonderful and yummy and uh, fill, filling and, uh, and fancy all at the same time. Um, and uh, anything you guys need to do before you go off to the demonstration? Do we have now I want to visit the magic shop after. But... Yeah, I think we're pretty good to just go. Yeah. Do we have any plans for what we want to do after this? Like, I remember, uh, Krival, did you want to go up into the mountains after this? Or is that... We needed, to go, we needed to do the next step in the prophecy, right? Uh, I did get that missive, which we haven't had a chance to talk to Adrian Arlen about yet. Uh, I did discuss with uh, No One and Cotter. But, Which uh, no one need... probably totally told me. Probably. Yeah, he, he um, briefed you in Monk's Cant at the end of the... And, uh, and I'm uh, sure Cotter went and told Arlen anyway. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I I thought you would have told him, so I didn't tell him. It was, was a... Communication works, guys. It, yeah. was, it was the... You, oh, you, you told, told him, right? 
<laughs> told him what? The thing that we talked about? No, I thought you were going to tell him. I no, you no, were tell him. I, but I told you to tell it. Yeah, so I'm like, Wasn't what's no going on, guys? Yeah. Okay, but we were going to do stuff here in town first, and then depending on how much time we had, because I think one of the things we need is still up in my mountains. Yeah, that was my thought, that we needed to go up to the mountains for a phylactery. You already got that one. That was the one uh, yeah. that was at the oh. ice waterfall. Unless there's the uh, dragon. The next one is uh, down and, below. Yep. Oh, true. that's yeah. the Underdark is the next one. Mm-hmm. That, that is true. You you do not know where the the one after that one is located, though. So, so we, maybe we that's the mountains. We are as players yeah. that that's where it is. Ooh, that, there is one thing I want to ask about before we leave. Um... But I'll have to talk with probably the bishop? No, not... Whoever the Dianek leader in town is. Okay. So can I, like, send someone to schedule? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can definitely send your page to do that. Okay. Okay, so anything else needs to go on before you guys go down to uh, the ballroom where they've set up the uh, demonstration? In the ballroom? Oh, dear. I'm good. Let's go see. Okay. Um, so you guys uh, head on out of the dining room and around the corner and to the ballroom. And uh, sitting in the middle of the ballroom is a bunch of gnomes, about uh, six of them. Um, and uh, unlike the last time that you saw them, no one's in a body cast. Um, no one has a arm in a sling or anything like that. And, and there is what appears to be kind of a um, rough humanoid outline uh, kind of pillar thing with sort of a little wood. It's, it all seems to be made out of wood and it has about uh, six little arms that project out of it. You know, just like wooden arms. And uh, as you come in, Noan, uh, the uh, uh, gnome that seems to be in charge of the whole group and is sort of directing everybody in the setting up of this thing uh, just kind of just does a little clap thing and everybody just kind of jumps to attention and he uh, steps forward and bows before you and he says ah no one it's so good to see you um uh we have finally finished the trainathon 2000 i must say uh this was quite a jump in gnomish technology as you know uh, we had been uh, working with the 1999 series and weren't really sure if we we're ready to jump to the 2000 series but we put our minds to it and came up with this and he dem- you know points back at the Kind of wooden pillar thing that's kind of roughly humanoid shaped. So how tall is it? What's their dimensions? It's about six two. Okay. And so I go up and I inspect it. Does it look collapsible? Does it? Um, actually, you you start to go up there, and all of a sudden you just kind of feel the the arm bar across your uh, your knees there, and he says, "I wouldn't do that if I were you." It's already it's primed and ready to go. What does it do? It uh, does hand-to-hand combat training. Would you care for a demonstration? I say, I'm ready, and I start walking up to it. Okay, and? I get beat up by a pal. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just go hide. Yep, and uh, as you get really you know, up to um, hand-to-hand combat range to it, one of the um, little like wooden sticks sticking out to the side looks kind of like a two by four. All of a sudden, a a, a arm kind of unfolds from inside of it, and it just takes a swing at you, and uh, it it does an eighteen hit you, no one. 
No. Okay, so you're able to jump out of the way. And he said, as I said, it's, it is primed and ready to go. If anyone should approach it, it will immediately begin attacking for defensive training. Would you like to do a offensive training regiment as well? I say, of course. I say, does this have settings? Um, I, yes. I said, uh... it, it, it's setting is already set on a deadly. It's the okay. only setting we were able to program it. Oh, my God. Oh, so I couldn't use this to train a new acolyte or anything. Uh, briefly, you could. Ah, ah. Survivalist, pal. Okay, okay. Say, so tell me, how else do, how else does it attack? Oh, well. Before we get into to it being a defensive mechanism. Why don't you attempt to strike it? So I'll do like a snap kick to its chest area. Okay, roll to hit. Oh, that's unarmored, so plus nine, uh, 24. Okay, so you basically contact it uh, soundly right in the middle, and then another one of the arms just kind of whips out from the side of it there, um, and this time it gets about a uh, 15 to hit you, so um, I'm assuming you can j dodge back there. Yeah. So yeah, this one comes out low, and you're able to do one of those big flying leap things and, and land. Um, but you can already see how um, just using this thing would allow you to constantly stay limber and nimble and uh, on your toes. And I and I I'll step back out of damage range and talk to the gnome, and I say, "Can it throw stuff?" It says. It can, of course, be a programmed to do so. Would you like us to attach the ranged damage component? Yeah, have it shoot an arrow at me or something. Very good. Okay, um, put on the RDC. And one of the uh, gnomes uh, comes up behind it and, and flips a switch, and you just kind of see it go still. And he puts on a... Uh, and it's just sort of ridiculous. It's not like just like a regular bow. It's got this almost like Rube Goldberg contraption that uh, it, you know ends up firing an arrow. It's just this you know huge clunky unit that hangs on the side. Um, and then he's you know basically does the with shaking fingers, reaches up and and flips the switch and runs as fast as he can to backwards. And you see the uh, the. Uh, uh, trainer all this kind of swivel around and it uh, locks onto you there no one and uh, fires an arrow in your direction and, and i use my deflect missiles yeah and gets gets a 19 to hit you but i use deflect missiles okay so you just my, my reaction i just you just palm it aside and it thunks into the wall behind you my wall yeah yes and uh, it says and what do you think quite a inventive creature is it not um, it can be uh, set from deadly to extremely deadly to um, supremely deadly, um, depending on your desires. And this can go to up to supremely deadly today? Uh, if you wish, we could set it to that. Huh. And how would you propose uh, demoing that so no one here gets injured? No one um, gets injured? We haven't quite worked out that part of the training plan yet. Um, so far, uh, going up to um, the level two... Uh, was, um, let's say, problematic for the gnomes that were testing it. Hmm. Hmm. So I say uh, deactivate it, please. Okay, and then gnome runs up behind it and, and flips the switch. 
So I'm poking around and I ask, is it collapsible? How do I carry it around? I can't very well just carry a six foot two post. Nope, nope. It seems like um, you can only use it pretty much when uh, you're back here in, in uh, Porta Magnum. Uh, it's, mm. you know, not not exactly a, uh, a, a you know, man portable machine here. Hmm. And I'm thinking, I said, this is an excellent trainer, but it would also serve as an excellent guard for my door. This is true. We hadn't thought about that, but yes, it would do an excellent job. Maybe we'll make a new Gardaton 2000. All right. I say, this should do. Thank you. That's very good. Well, I, I hope you are pleased with your initial investment. We were able to use it to produce this. And yes, assuming yeah. we can uh, get over the uh, lawsuits, we shall make many more. Perfect. And then I ask uh, a page to see if it can be uh, moved to my quarters. And I guess, so Cotter, when we're here, do we each have like the same quarters that we come to? How does that work? Yeah, we've pretty much been issued the same room each time. Yeah. I'm okay. sure we could also find a room that has stone walls. And I'm going to go walk over and like pull the arrow out of the wall where it impacted. Yeah. Arlen, can you mend yeah. this, please? Yeah, I'm going to cast mending. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Arlen so, smooths down the wall and, and the, the chunk out of the plaster goes away and uh, cleans itself up from the floor. And uh, But yeah, you probably maybe the smokehouse uh, cotter yeah. might be the best place. It's all wooden walls. So. Yeah. yeah. A bedroom probably wouldn't be the best place to go shooting arrows everywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unless I wanted to, to make sure no one comes into the bedroom. Just come in and find uh, the maid on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. prefer to have some people go in who aren't quite as dodgy as you are. So uh, he's quite dodgy. All right, so, so we'll have it move to the appropriate training area. Yes. And I presume then uh, I'll ask the gnomes for for operating instructions and all that. Yes. Well, I mean, basically, the operation instruction they give you is flip the switch and run. So. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. Very good. Mage hand flip the switch. Yep, probably even better. And then bamp out of there. Yeah, and just teleport like 60 feet away. That's only one-tenth of the arrow's effective range. Yeah. And then you shield. Okay, very good. Okay, and um, Cotter? Yeah, uh, Cynia comes up and, and says, um, uh, dearest, yeah, uh, you also received this uh, notice um, late last night. And she hands you a folded up piece of paper. And I'll read it. And it's actually from the Royal Astrologer. And it just says, um, urgent information, please seek me out. Okay. Uh, would he like, do we have anything to do right now? Would right now be a good time for us? Well, you got a couple of things to do right now, but I don't know which which order you want to do them in. Split the party. So you you wanted to uh, see the the wizard that can create magic items, and you wanted to uh, go see that, and then um, what else did we want to do there? I wanted to talk with the bishop. Oh, the bishop. bishop yeah. Whatever mm -hmm. his title is. See if he knows about. And I'll bring you along, maybe. Do you know Teleportation Circle? I don't remember. No. No? That was the one that I did not choose. Okay, then. Never mind. I don't want to talk to I him. I can pick it up in the future. I don't want to talk to him at the useful. moment. Well, you could talk to him and then uh, see if they're... broach the subject and they could yeah. come up later on during the leveling process. That would be nice. Yeah, because if we could just 
avoid having to walk back from the underdark that would be that, that would, be, that would be very good scroll of teleportation circle or just casting it but yeah okay so which order do we want to go see people in we could go see the magic dude first and then after that see the what is his title i don't want to keep the the archbishop archbishop mm-hmm. after that hit that on the way back and then tonight go see the astrologer uh, under the stars sure yeah and I, i'll squeeze in a trip to the magic shop whenever sounds good okay kermit the frog yes okay so off to see the wizard the wonderful well not so not so wonderful wizard of porto magnum yeah okay so you guys take off and obviously you've been to his interesting tower that just doesn't uh, seem to fit in any way shape or form in the first circle and yet there it is and uh what are you gonna do you're at the tower we have an appointment, right? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's expecting you. Say oh, that much. Yeah. I've been expecting you. No one you want to lead? Th- or is it no one or Kraval who was Kraval. leading this? Kraval was yeah, interested, I'm... yeah. Yeah. Are we all sticking together and just going from one place to another? Or are we going to actually just divide and conquer since we're in a fairly safe area? Seems like everyone's sticking together at this point. Yeah. Do we really need to though? Is like, do we, should we all go see the, the kind the of what I'm saying? Magnum? Yeah, for like key things, we should probably all hear the information. That's that's true. We should. But then, like, you guys can go to the magic shop, and then um, Cotter and I can go to the Archbishop. Yeah, that's good. We should do it that way. And you know, I think. Kraval still has all our, our funds from the dragon cave. No, I do not. We sold everything at the last town and divided it up before we got back here. Mm-hmm. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. Well, I don't, yeah, that, I don't have that written down on the copy that I was sent. So I don't and know how much in, we have. We can individually shop though. Yeah. Didn't I'm sure we, we have, we have a lot of money. Yeah. Didn't we like divide it up and do all the math last time? Mm-hmm. Or the the last time we did it when we were in person. No, well, like I last. Think we played this this game. Yeah, you know. I don't have what those numbers are. I mean, neither do I, but I'm pretty yeah. sure. I don't have the ones on our original sheets, but basically everybody had about 300 gold by everything said and done, and they upchanged their loose change into diamonds or gems. Mm-hmm. But we had about 300 in actual gold. Yeah, all said and done. Correct. Okay. Yep. All right. So we've got 300 gold to spend. All right. And then gems in addition, or is that including gems? That's including gems. Okay. All right. Cool. A lot of our spare cash went into picking up diamonds valuable enough for us to revivify if necessary. So that's why it seems lower than it is. Yay, reviving people and not dying. Hooray. Okay, so um, you're there at the Wizard's Tower. Um, what are you going to do? Knock on the door and see if he's home. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, he uh, does come to the door and, and, and says, Ah, hello, my friends. It's so good to see you. It has been many, many months. Um, I hope you are well. We are well enough. Um, I recall last time we were here, you were showing an experiment to our young wizard here. 
And I was wondering if you could do the, I know you're a sorcerer, but he keeps calling you a wizard. So I'm just keeping it easy for him. Um, if you could do something similar, but for armor, for bracers, in fact. Ah, now that would be fun. Um, yes. What, uh, what did you have in mind? And please come in, come in. Let's not have you standing on the street. And he has you come in and, and uh, in one corner of uh, one level of the tower, he's got a, a nice little sitting area and he produces a, a pot of tea and a bunch of saucers and cups for everybody. Thank you. you um, it, as you can see, uh, with the sole exception of our friend here and our paladin, um, most of us don't wear metal armor of any sort. And we were looking to have something made, maybe around the wrists, that could enhance the protection of our fair skin. Ah, you, yes, you did mention bracers, um, and certainly there are ways to enchant any uh, any uh, device to make it uh, magical and that much more useful. Um, and um, certainly, if we had say some sort of magical material to uh, to work with we could definitely produce uh, some bracers that would increase your uh, ability to uh, withstand damage uh, what did you have in mind well and i'll reach in the bag i have a couple of rolls of this dragon hide that i thought might it's, be it is, just what you're looking for eyes just go wide it's like oh my goodness is is this black dragon hide Yes, it is. Um, we're look. Uh, I thought that would be a good base component, and I'm not sure what else you might need. It says, well, it will take a lot of uh, rare and unusual um, items, um, you know, components to put this together. But uh, yes, I do believe that um, starting with a base of the uh, the uh, dragon hide that I could probably produce a uh, set of bracers uh, for you um, every uh, 10 weeks. That's that's not going to work, guys. <laughs> <laughs> the world would be over by then. Is there any way to have it done faster? Um, I'm afraid you can't rush goodness. And out of curiosity, how much do you foresee this costing just for one bracer in 10 weeks? Well, um, most of the cost will actually be borne by this dragon hide that you brought for me. Uh, it should probably only cost uh, perhaps another uh, 500 gold pieces of, of rare items to, uh, to enchant it. Let me confer with my party here. Of course, of course. Uh, I, I do find it a worthy challenge to my skills, so uh, let me know if I can be of service. That's, that's why I'm going to the magic shop to see if they have any for sale. I'd say we could have like maybe one be made and then in a long time we'll like get a message from Sinya saying, hey, your bracers got delivered. Mm. Or alternatively, we can have the dragonborn wear the dragon skin as a cape in some sort of weird like meta outfit. It really wasn't for me though. It was more for our party but I wasn't expecting such a long turnaround time. Uh, sir, we'll, we'll come back after we've had a further time to discuss this. I thank you for your time, though. You are most worthy and welcome. And uh, please, let me know if I can do anything to help out. Oh, and he turns to Cotter. Um, I do understand I've been invited to the party at your place tonight. Uh, yes, it would 
does he, that sound like he's inviting himself or has already happened? Like it, he's already been invited. Okay. Uh, yes, it'll uh, will it'll be uh, interesting to see you there later today. Very good. I look forward to seeing you then. I'll remember that, and hopefully seek him out at the party that we're having. Definitely, mm-hmm. because we knew about a party. It's okay. I also did not know about a party. But you have to come to expect these things. So, the rest of you are going to go off. Well, we should maybe, hey, Kramal, you should go to the magic shop with us. Maybe we can barter that dragon hide for for some bracers if they have it. Yeah, I believe you might be right. Perhaps finding, keeping our searches to the relics might be more fortuitous than trying to get something made on the go. So, I guess we're going to make a quick stop at the magic shop. And at the same time, uh, Arlen and I are going to go off and talk to the archbishop, see if we can get anything about teleportation circles in the area. Perfect. Sounds good. Okay, so which one do you guys want to do first? Do you want to have uh, the uh, the buddy cop movie uh, looking at uh, teleportation circles or the... Uh, the uh, mall rats going to uh, do their shopping. Let's do the shopping first. Okay. Uh, is that up for you guys as well? Okay. We're going Get in, loser. Magic. We're going shopping. Okay. So uh, once again, you guys find yourself in the magic shop that you uh, visited just uh, not too long ago. And uh, you come in, the doorbell rings, and, and uh, the... Uh, Provider comes forward, and as usual, there's a couple of tough-looking guys hanging around behind him. All right. And he says, good day, good day. Ah, it's you again. Uh, I hope that uh, Fortune has favored you well. It's good to see you back here in the shop. Yes, yes. Is, it, is this the place that we tried to, that someone tried to steal from? No, we, we tried to cast a spell in. Oh, that who who did that again? Remind me. I was just trying to do a zone of truth. Right. It wasn't like I was trying to attack it anybody. We're going to pretend like we don't know yeah. Kraval anymore. <laughs> yeah. Even though okay. he's right there with you. <laughs> oh, he came with us? Oh. Yes. Yeah. So I'm like, I say, so we're looking for uh, some sort of bracer that can uh, guard us from harm. Ah, let me think. Let's see what we have in our inventory. Um, and, and once again, were you looking for stuff that's like in the 5,000 gold piece range or the uh, the uh, 500 gold piece range? What were we looking for there? Well, let's see what you have. And Tell us all of our options. Yeah. And uh, so, and, and he says, and, and what exactly were you looking to uh, to augment here? What were you looking, what was the end result of it? Uh, Making it harder to hit us. Harder to hit. A, a bracer that would act as armor. Okay. Or some other implement mm-hmm, that makes mm-hmm. it harder to hit us. Yeah, and basically uh, he uh, you know, pulls out this uh, tool leather bracers and he says, uh, we do have these bracers that do make you more difficult to be hit. Um, these ones would only cost about 2,000 gold pieces. What's that? And uh, how much more difficult would one be to hit? And basically, these make you... Find no one that I lose my ability to do archery if I wear bracers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah that's a problem so for you, bracers. yeah. 
And well, I would totally use bracers, yeah. but Craval might need some. And actually, Craval, were you interested in bracers yourself or uh, just for the other people in the party? I was. I was interested in forgetting. I forgot about AJ's bracers of archery. I was trying to get all four of us some, but I know Arlen could probably benefit from them. Mm -hmm. so I know no, yeah. everyone could probably benefit from them. But yeah, yeah the, so these ones give you a right plus now. two bonus to AC when you're wearing them. And uh, if you are wearing no armor and using no shield. Oh, it's only that? Yeah. So, sorcerer and monks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm... And, and, and barbarians, barbarians that are wearing... naked to the waist. Like leather armor. No, I don't know. No. I wear armor, so... That's true, you do have armor on. I have my super cool... Um, Studded leather armor. Uh, cool clothing changing armor. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Your glamoured yeah. so, glamoured armor, yeah. It should probably be to someone who's a tank. Um, well, so, tank, tank without armor. Yeah, tank without armor. So that would be Creval or I, I would imagine. What's your armor class, Creval? Like 16? 15. 15. Yeah, you should probably get them if we get them. I ask him, uh, would you be willing to trade those for a bag of holding? Let's take a look here. So do you have an extra bag of holding now? Well, I have mine, and now we have three in the party, so it kind of seems like we don't need three. And, and he says, well, I could take a couple hundred gold pieces off the price for that. A couple hundred. How about your dragon skin? Would you be willing to negotiate? Yeah. Um, this guy's really getting on my nerves. I don't know why. We're getting ripped off. I'll take out the three rolls of dragon skin that I have and place them out for him to look at and inspect. I think he's asking for a decently reasonable price. Yeah. Considering yeah, that it's a magical you, item. Yeah. yeah. You got to remember that. Uh, in a land desolate. Yeah. And with a yeah. Void of all magic and items. And relatively hard to find <laughs> magic items. Keep mm -hmm. in mind... I gave him a very valuable book and I got, he exchanged a flat exchange of that and one other item with the bag of holding I have. And he only wants to give a couple hundred gold for no ones. Well, I think the book was the operative thing there. That was an amazingly rare item. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. what he's saying. Mm -hmm. Whereas, you know, you got to remember that uh, bracers of defense are rare items, whereas oh, yeah. bags of holding are only uncommon items. So it's, it's a whole magnitude of difference there. What about the ultra rare dragon skin? And he, his his eyes uh, once again go wide when he sees that, and he says, "Oh, this is fantastic! Wherever did you come by this? This is actual dragon skin, is it not?" It is, and for something like that, I would kind of like those bracers. And I'm just curious, but do you have anything more like what he's wearing? And I'll point at Cotter. I'm not there. Do you have something that's in full sail metal that might fit me? So what now? What are you looking for now? Just curious, but you're you are a purveyor of many things. Yes. Do you have a full set of heavy armor? Ah, I see. So a full set of armor. Uh, well, obviously, a mundane armor we wouldn't have, um, but uh, we could probably. Are you looking for chainmail, or are you looking for a bandit or plate? What are you looking for? Plate, the heavy stuff. Okay. That's going to be quite pricey, I yeah. assume. So with dragon skin that nobody can get their hands on. That is yeah. very true. Says, I have enough I have enough 
scale here from the DM to make mm -hmm. three full sets of armor out of it. Yeah. Well, three full sets of bracers is what they were looking at. Yeah. Um, no, you said I could. You said in the description I wrote it down. Three suits worth of armor. Because there's also like a shield and stuff. Yeah. That you use. Because it was a large dragon. Uh, yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And um, he says, "Yes, I will. I would. Uh, I would definitely be willing to trade you this uh, dragon skin for." Um, any of our plate sets uh, that we have in, in the, uh, uh, we have uh, even, um, well, I think we have one that might fit you even. Would you, would you like to try it on? Yes. Very good. So he, uh, you know, kind of snaps his fingers at the, uh, the tufts that are standing behind him and they kind of disappear in the back and they do actually come out with a full suit of plate mail armor. And it is sterling in its appearance. I mean, it looks like it's never seen a speck of rust in its life. Um, and uh, basically, you know, it's it's got the the chest plate with the pauldrons and the arms and and the uh, the, the three quarter legs. And it looks like it's a good size too small for you, uh, Craval. Do you want to try putting it on? I'll just bring that up. I think you got something a little too small here. He says, um, "Magical items are well." Not to be redundant. Magical. Uh, give it a try. Okay. And I'll look at no one and give him that look. Says, if this kills me, kill him. And I'll start putting it on. And it's kind of amazing. As you kind of settle it onto you, it fits like a glove. Like it's perfect. Like it was made for you. And what is it? It is a, a suit of plus one plate mail. Okay. So for something like this and the bracers... Would you be willing to do a flat trade for the three rolls of dragon skin? He says, well, the, the dragon skin would work either for the bracers or for the plate mail. Or? Wait, but if Creval wears the bracers, then he's also not, like, wearing plate mail. No, right. it would yeah. be, he'd wear the plate and someone else would get the bracers. Hopefully me, because I haven't gotten a magic item in a long time from hordes. Yeah, and then... You got a bag of holding. And tiger claws. How about this? Don't How about we do this then? I'll give you the dragon skin for the armor, and I bring up the crystal, the crystal glow I have, and I show them out lights up, and then I will trade and floats, and I will trade this for the bracers. And he he kind of chuckles to himself and he says, um, "Well, yes, that is a uh, very useful and, and interesting item. Um, it's definitely not on the same par as the braces are." And you got to remember, like a drift globe is like a common item, so that's. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I don't have the book in front of me, so I was just trying to figure something out. Uh, can we do? We could a combination of gold and skins for the bracers and the armor. Uh, what was the question again? Uh, can we do a combination skins with some gold? Oh yes, of course, of course, of course, of um, course. What would you want for that? Um. So yes, if um. Um, well, how much would you be willing to uh, chip in, in in gold and gems? Uh, would you be willing to chip in, say, 500 gold pieces? I will give you 100 gold I mean, I, I, and a diamond worth 500 gold he says, for the bracers with the skins. He says, I do believe we have a deal. Then the bargain struck, and I push over a diamond, 100 gold, and the skins. Very good. And he, uh, you know, quickly... Uh, secretes them under the uh, under the counter and you have a set of leather tooled bracers with um, actually they have little dragons tooled into it and uh, then uh, the uh, pl plus one plate mail 
Yeah. No one, you could you could use these, or you could perhaps hand them to Arlen. I will leave it up to your decision. Arlen already has armor. You can take it. Never mind so then. Arlen, I regret that. Is Arlen with us? Nope. No. You you no. you hear okay, in the back corner no of your mind Arlen saying, I'll, 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 "You can I'll take, take them. them, and then I'll talk with Arlen to see who who should have them." Very very good. Okay, good. So a successful shopping trip. Okay, and meanwhile across town, so you guys walk into the Cathedral of Dianect. And actually, before we get there, I want to talk with Arlen and ask him how much we should tell. Should we go and say, hey, we got a phylactery yoinked from us, so we need like better transportation? Should we just say, hey, we were thinking it would be easier to get home if we had better transportation or what? I think we should just say about the, um, it would be best to have easier transportation. Okay. And only bring up if we get yoinked again, mm -hmm. if we can't get this form of trans transportation. Yeah, and just mention that it's dangerous on the roads and stuff, mm -hmm. even for us. Okay, so yeah, we'll okay. go into the cathedral. Um, so you, you uh, enter the cathedral and, and uh, one of the, the pages that's there um, Im immediately recognizes you, bows, and, and uh, says, I, um, Hello, Sir Cotter. Um, uh, who are you here to see? I will summon them immediately. Uh, we're here to see the Archbishop. I think we had an appointment. Oh, very good. Uh, follow me then. And he leads you to the, the back offices in, in the uh, cathedral. And, and sure enough, the archbishop's there. And, and he rises to greet you, comes over and you know, clasps both of your hands. And he says, ah, hello, Cotter. So good to see you again. Um, how is uh, the first son of, uh, of our order doing? Um, I uh, keep hearing of your fantastic works that you do out uh, helping the people and uh, the poor and the needy. Yes, we have been doing our best in those regards. Um, we came to talk to you because we figured you'd have the most access to this sort of information. The roads are dangerous, even for our group, and we were wondering if there was any way that we could, any, like, teleportation circles from the old kingdom or things like that that we could use to get back here quickly to destroy phylacteries in the future and he kind of sweeps around and sits down in his chair and he says well um you know um this does kind of remind me of something i studied when i was a young man of your age uh yes it seems to me that i remember casting back in a book that i had uh been assigned to study that yes there was some mention of the ability of people to hop from one city to another to another to another um this you know this was of course back in the old kingdom when uh, when such things were common um so uh, i do believe there is something to that um if you have time, you might stop by the library and, and see if you can dig everything. If you do not have time, I would be very happy to set one of our acolytes to uh, do a research project over the library and see what uh, they can dig up. That sounds like it would be useful. Yeah, and of course, yeah, I guess it probably was too much to hope that there would just be some permanent teleportation circles sitting in the basement but well um certainly not in the basement of the cathedral but um 
like I said, um, this was apparently, I kind of remember reading about that being a way that people traveled. I mean, not the common people, but people of power and, and prestige, the, the, the you know, royalty of each of the towns. Um, so while we don't have one in the basement of our cathedral, Porta Magnum is a very old city. Um, it's one of the few that has remained untouched from the uh, days of the Mage Wars and the Magical Cataclysm. Um, even uh, Excalibarium Calise cannot really say that. Um, and so if there is any city that has such a uh, device in it, um, certainly Porta Magnum would be one. Um, where the others would be, that was, like I said, would be um, it would be an honorable and interesting project for one of our order to do, if you would like me to have them do that. Or, like I said, if you wish to uh, go over and, and uh, oblige yourselves of the library, I'm sure um, the librarian could help you in that study as well. Would it be possible to have uh, one of your acolytes uh, undertake this research project as well as uh, if we have time for ourselves? Um, well, yes, but at the same time, I wouldn't want to double up efforts. It yeah. would be a terrible waste of everybody's time if he just found the same six books that you did and uh, came up with the same information. True. Yeah, I think we will be leaving relatively soon. We have matters to the south. However, if you could have someone research and see... Yes, I'm quite yeah. sure that there are a few or more inquisitive uh, members of our order that would love to spend a little extra time in the library. Actually, if we could come back at another time, maybe early tomorrow, and if my friend here could meet with them so that we could uh, at least get to know them well enough to, if you find something, scry back and see the runes and the teleportation, if you find one. If we could do that, that would be very useful. I think that would be entirely agreeable. Um, so tomorrow morning, would you like to meet our uh, our investigators? That I sounds... Would, that would be wonderful. Thank you. Very good. Very good. I, I will I will arrange for them to be here tomorrow morning, and we, you, can, you can all be introduced to one another. Thank you. Very good. And please continue your good works. Yes. Okay. Do you guys need to do anything else before you take off? No. Good thinking. I like that. Was a good idea. Yeah, because I didn't want to say, "Hey, can you let us scry on you?" But it's like, "Hey, can we scry on your like research people so that we can see the runes when you need?" And also, so we can actually like send messages too, potentially. Yeah, you just kind of have answer a quiz on Facebook, so now you have access to all their data. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. So um, the shoppers and the researchers are all going to get together uh, back at the Fraser household at, at uh, midday for, for the midday meal. Hmm? Yeah, I've got to talk to Arlen. Sounds good. Okay, good. So you guys all um, all coalesce there back at uh, the Fraser household and... Um, the, uh, the household staff has lunch all waiting for you. Um, so the two of you have haven't seen each other bef uh, all morning long, but you can't help but notice uh, there, Cotter and Arlen, that uh, all of a sudden uh, Craval's wearing a suit of plate mail, and uh, he was bare to the waist earlier. And it is very dashing looking plate mail at that. And uh, then no one has an additional set of bracers on. Quite fancy. So I say, Arlen, we must speak. Yeah. What about? 
So I say these bracers, and I don't have them on. I just have them, like in my bag of holding. Mm -hmm. I pull them out and say these, these confer uh, magical protection. So I, I say now we need to decide: should I wear them or should you? You can have them. Are you sure? Uh huh. Hundred percent. Right. Although they do look very cool, but I uh, I don't need them at this point. My uh, I have been able to stick to the back and yet die all the time. But you know, if he gets too much more magical protection, I'll overdose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I might explode, and I don't want that. <laughs> you you have stupid. plus five in magic protection items or something. Um, let's see. You How much? Realize you now what Noan's armor class is. It's like what twenty two or something. 22. Yeah, it's 20. He now has a 22 armor class. Yeah, I have like, of all of my magic items, I have like plus five total to my AC from magic, and I feel like that's a lot. I'm just happy I don't have the lowest armor class anymore. Yeah, so what is your armor class now, Craval? 19. There we go. Oh, I'm back to the lowest. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> well, at 17. I'm just saying, if those bracers weren't bracers, then maybe I could have had them and, you know, had some insanely high armor class, too. What's your AC <laughs> you at the could, moment? Adrian? You could, but you, you said you didn't want a min-max. Well, maybe maybe uh, Noan could hand me down some of his other armor class stuff. I, I, does he have a cloak or a ring or anything like that he could gift you instead? Yeah. Okay. You already guilted him into getting, getting you what you can. What's your well, I mean, armor? I already for? had a ring of protection. Okay. What's your armor? I, I can't wear two. That doesn't give me plus two. What's your armor class now? It's seventeen. Seventeen which is lower than I'm content with, considering that I'm like a tenth level monk. But I, I think it's pretty cool that out of the whole party, we that the lowest armor class is seventeen. Yeah. But also, like, well, I'm really good at being a glass cannon, and I'm and I'm fine with that. Well, that's what you are, but also just as a reminder to uh, Adrian that, you know, with all your special monk key abilities, you're instilling things like blindness or disadvantage on attack rolls. It's, it, that 17 really, works really no well. No one can you. do all those things too, but has also got a 22 armor class. And you also, but you have a bow that you shoot people from far away. This is true. I tend to get surrounded by trolls and backstabbing assassins and things like that. Well, the yeah, backstabbing assassins away, was your own fault, so. Okay, so you guys uh, have a, a fabulous lunch. You get to catch up on what's going on. And actually, uh, Cotter and, and Arlen, are you going to tell the, the crew about your research project? Or what are you going to do? Yeah, we're going to mention that there will be some acolytes of Dianact who will be researching teleportation circles in this city and others so that we might not have to take the dangerous road journey back and stuff like that. I'm unfamiliar with a teleportation circle i thought we discussed it um leveling but yeah it uh you draw a circle on the ground and you put some runes around it but like magically draw it and all that you want to explain more yeah it's basically that and um you imbue it with magic power and multiple people can teleport from one circle to another circle um, so that would just be like a super fast mode of transportation from wherever we were to the um, to the circle in question. We were specifically thinking somewhere in 
port a magnum so that we could just teleport directly from the uh, phylactery room and not have to go out and deal with another stolen phylactery and just go directly to port a magnum to get it destroyed. That would be amazing. How long would it take to set something like that up? Um, we currently don't know if there is one in Portum Magnum. We're having the acolytes of Dianect uh, cover that, um, do that research, and we're meeting with them tomorrow so that they can, uh, so we can learn their names and so we can send messages and so I can um, totally not scry upon them or anything. No, that the, the, the plan is to scry upon them. I know, totally oh, not sorry. scry upon them or anything, um, so that we know what the what the location is, and so that we know what the runes are to match that teleportation circle. I was also thinking of um, calling up um, Galchabar and seeing if he can potentially make for me a scroll of teleport for teleportation circle, um, so that. Because I don't have that spell currently in my arsenal. So to kind of have a fast track out of the Underdark when we go there. It has the same plane, unfortunately. Oh, same plane? So we can fast track. Well, the Underdark is the same plane. It is? It's, okay. It's, it's not like the, the Shadowfell or anything. It's just the land below the land that you stand on. Then that's even more useful. Yeah, So like, so we can just not deal with all of the horrible underdarky things you what horrible totally lo- you lost me seven or eight sentences ago but i'm just gonna not say okay tell them it's circles you step in and you appear in a different city. oh yeah uh circle poof poof into porta magnum from wherever i draw a circle on the ground with my staff and step into it make it work uh, I'll, I'll do my best and i would uh do i have anything cool like that you have a cloak of dimension door I'm going to take, like, a pocket of glitter and go, and just, like, toss it everywhere. Because you just keep pockets of glitter around. I do. I have... In the dining room. One pocket (laughs) of glitter. Um, Yeah. Glitter's a magical component. I think you need to work on it, Arlen. You should have teleported him across. So, where do we go to now? Okay, so, um, well, it's the middle of the afternoon, so did you want to do anything else before you visit the astrologer tonight? What? Okay, so I'm going to ask my wife quite when the party is so we have time to get back because we're going to need to be there. This is, oh, yes, well, that, that party has been set for a while. I didn't know when you're coming back, dear. Uh, but yes, tonight um, it's uh, going to be happening right after dinner. Um, it should really only go a couple of hours, um, but you uh, probably should be able to visit the uh, astrologer after that if you need to. Okay, so I guess that's what we're going to do. So we have the afternoon relatively free until although i'm probably gonna do some management things i don't know oh probably yeah sounds good but the rest of you can do fun things yeah so no one can try out his new trainathon 2000 and probably adri as well yeah and uh, and we'll be sure we we have some people to watch and ooh and ah yes definitely um question for the dm if I were to, um, which deity would I w- want to visit if I wanted to perhaps revive someone? Oh, well, um, obviously, uh, 
Dianect would be would probably be the most likely one. But let us take a look. Because like there's R1, Life and yeah, Death. Yeah, Life and Death. That's definitely definitely a top of the list there. And then there's like Sylvanas with Nature and stuff like that. And the other D god that I can't pronounce. Nope. Let us take a look. That is Dianect. Never mind. I can't read. So yeah, R1, God of Life and Death, would definitely be definitely be your top one even even though uh it's not a, a good deity it definitely does control life and death and and um Brigantia is the god of life so she would be a, a good one to visit as uh no, that's just a domain she's, as would as would dianect she's mm -hmm. goddess of rivers and livestock so i don't mm -hmm. think i want to do that but yeah or you know lou or uh Gabinu, uh, any one of those would be good, but probably probably Dianect uh, or Brigantia or Arawan would be the ones you'd want to talk to. Okay. Do you want to make a field trip? I do want to make a field trip. Okay, anybody else for field trips or what are we going to do? Are you going to spend time with the Trainathon 2000 monks? Yeah, we're going to spend time with the Trainathon 2000. Okay. I'll go with Arla just to keep an eye on them. Sounds good. Okay. And Cotter, are you going to do your management stuff? I'm going to do my management stuff. Okay, so you guys split up to uh, do your, th your stuff there, and that's where we're going to stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, uh, well, um, truth be told, uh, I didn't want to give the players the plus one plate this soon. Um, obviously, they've already got enough really good armor class, so why give them more? Just going to make things that much more difficult. We'll just have to start throwing creatures at them that uh, don't attack AC. That's what we'll have to do. Anyways, um, and I'm actually kind of amused um, with the party, well, especially Drew's, but the party's obsession with uh, going to get magic items. I mean, we made it clear when we started this thing that it was a low magic environment, and there were very few magic items around, but they keep going around as if this is Greyhawk or Eberron, and you can just go into a store somewhere and buy magic items right off the shelf like it's Walmart. Um, and obviously that's not the case. Only the very richest enclaves will have any sort of magic items to be had. Um, and you got to say a big thanks to, uh, to Matt and Jesse for pointing out that Xanathar's guide did have a whole section there on crafting magic items, which is something I had totally missed when I went through it. So that gave me a pretty good guide on how much magic items should cost and how long it should take to do it, um, which both were wonderful uh, in crushing the party's hopes. Why is it so much fun to crush the party's hopes? I don't know. But there we are. Anyway, so the party is uh, doing domestic tasks, getting some stuff done, um, and there's a party on the horizon. So that's kind of fun. Uh, what's going to happen next? We'll have to wait till the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>